you so lucky? I cannot believe how anybody can be this lucky. My lovely sister-in-law declares in her indignant Spanish accent as I form another six-point blockage against her back position. Backgammon is, unlike this assertion, not a game of chance, but one of risk management. The rolling of the dice generates a random future, but the way a player moves their pieces is one of skill, which is why a good chunk of the global top backgammon players are options traders. The player has to estimate the equity value of their position, and also its potential to gain or lose from future volatility. The art of backgammon is to create volatility, volatile situations so that if they that if it comes out, they can take advantage. Then they can use the doubling cube. The impact of injecting volatility increases the chance of a double score called a gammon. On a doubled cube, the decision on when to find the optimal moment to double is where someone wanting to compete will spend most of their timing learning to hone this particular skill. The decision to accept the doubling cube is also hard where the player has to estimate their chance of turning the game around. If the player has more than one in four chance of winning, then they should take. They are skewed, of course, by the threat of gammon. The 25% probability sounds incredibly low and hard to make, but the sums are surprisingly simple. If you fold each time at 25% over four games, then you are down four points. If you accept the double, then you win one game and lose three, all worth two. The result is still down four. One aspect of assessing these probabilities is the sequence of events the player needs to go in their favour to win. This sequence is called a parlay. Less the, quote, less a law, more more of a guidance used in Pirates of the Caribbean. A typical parlay would be something like, quote, I need to get a six to chunk my piece back over the blockage. Then I need to get it to safety. After that, all I need to do is win the race. Unquote. As with anyone who enjoys betting on sports events, combination or accumulation bets have attractive odds for a very good reason. Stacking probabilities together multiplies the likelihood of the desired outcome, which is not a good thing. Combining three break-even chances becomes a one-in-eight proposition. The narrative around the nation's health uses this sleight of hand when they want to overstate risks. I know, I keep on coming back to the mask debate. Still, the parley states that someone with a disease has not self-quarantined, has to cough over someone who is close enough to get infected, and who has the existing respiratory problems that hospitalisation fails to save the life of the individual. Current infection rates in the Hammersmith borough of Hammersmith and Fulham is 1 in 100,000, so the probability is tiny. No idea what the possibility of death will be, but it's nowhere near close to 1. In America and Western countries, a recent survey suggested that people believe that 9% of the population had died of this virus. In the UK, that would be 5 million. hundred times the reality if you believe the numbers. However, some people believe that only 6% of those that have been quoted as dying with COVID 
are actually because of COVID directly. The reason is that people cannot see the parley and take a single step from, say, not wearing a mask to certain death. A recent receptionist at our local vet declared that if we did not stay outside, then she would get infected and her parents would undoubtedly die. Maybe I should have suggested to te- I teach her backgammon, though not sure such an intervention would have gone down very well. You know the type.